Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, did you know that I've created just for you a massive collection of freebies that includes my Do Something book. It's a no BS guide for anyone who wants to stop wasting their time today. There's also the Fabulous Day Cheat Sheet, the 25 Ways to Make Your Life Instantly Better Guide. I've also included a 12-month habit tracker template, the Abundant Mindset Guide. There's also the fantastic Your Future Self Workbook. It's a workbook designed to bring your future self to life. And finally, the Vent and Move On Workbook. It's a workbook I designed to help you resolve any issue. Right now, all these freebies are sitting inside my secret library, which you can sign up and access via dreambigmyfriend.com forward slash freebies. That's forward slash freebies. There is honestly so much goodness there. Now it's time to dive into today's episode. Well, welcome my friends to the Dream Big My Friend podcast. This is Francis Vitakovic and today we are going to be talking about how life is not like a fairy tale. So before I even dive in, I just want to say it's not to say that life isn't beautiful, that it isn't amazing, that it isn't a gift because it is all those magical things. But I wanted to specifically share with you the ways that it isn't like a fairy tale. So now that my kids are older, it's actually been a while since I read them any fairy tales, but some popular fairy tales include Cinderella. So it's all about Cinderella and her evil stepmother and those stepsisters that won't let her go to the ball. And she waits for that fairy godmother to like save her life. And then she falls in love with that magic prince. And then you have the fairy tale about the Sleeping Beauty. So Sleeping Beauty was a princess, well, she was born a princess, but she had this spell cast upon her that said that she was definitely going to prick her finger on a spindle when she was 16, that she was going to pass away. And the good fairies, you know, try to make another spell that said, no, she's only going to sleep for 100 years. And then a prince is going to come and wake her up and like bring her back to life. And then there was that third popular fairy tale with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, once again, an evil stepmother. The evil stepmother was so jealous about how beautiful Snow White was that she ordered uh, her to be killed by this huntsman, but he spared her life and she, you know, went off and lived with these seven dwarfs. But the stepmother soon discovered that she was still alive, so she disguised herself and she took her a poisoned apple once again. Snow White's in this deep sleep. She was put into a crystal coffin, but once again, she was saved and Prince Charming saw her there sleeping. He kissed her she awoke and they they lived happily ever after now when we were kids we probably loved those stories i know i did but when i say that life is not a fairy tale in all of those stories there was always someone coming to save the princess now this is not to say that you can't depend on others in your life so we are so lucky to have the support of our family and friends if you are lucky enough to have that consider that to be a blessing but some ways that life is not a fairy tale is that when we go through childhood there's a good chance that we're often saved when we got ourselves into trouble. Now, I know that from experience, not every child has had a childhood like this where someone saves you. Some of the time, like some people grow up in families where they learn to stand up on their own two feet. No one's coming to save them, so they know they've got to take care of themselves. But for the most part, when we're growing in today's society, for the most part, we try to make life easier for our kids. 
So whenever something happens, if something terrible happens, we come up and we pick up the pieces. We give them a kiss. We promise them that everything's going to be okay. If they fall, we, you know, we put on the band-aids, we give them a cuddle and we just come in and take care of things. Now, in many ways, this is actually fantastic. Like it's a nice feeling when someone comes to take care of you, comes to make your life easier and you feel like you don't have to carry that heavy load of responsibility and, you know, dealing with all of life's challenges on your own. Now, there's going to be some people who are listening to this episode who weren't lucky to have someone come in and save them when they were growing up. They didn't have anyone who was going to whisper, you know, into the, everything's going to be okay. Don't you worry. I will take care of everything. Now, this isn't to say that that was such a terrible thing because these kids probably grew up with so much resilience, so much grit. They knew from an early age if they wanted something, they had to fight for it. And if they had to fight for it until they got it. So how this relates back to you, because you're probably wondering, well, you're talking about fairy tales. How in the world? Like, what do you, what does this mean? What are you trying to tell me? Well, what I'm hoping that you take away from this episode is this understanding that life is not like a fairy tale. Now, many of us wish it is, but I have found myself like recently in certain situations where something will happen and I can tell that I'm waiting for someone to come and save me, to come and almost like make my life easier. Almost like that fairy tale, like we grew up thinking that someone was going to come and save today. And then when you find that you are all alone in these particular situations and you discover that the only way that you can move forward is by getting up and taking action yourself without waiting around for someone to help you. That is actually this almost turning point in your life when you realize if it's to be, it is up to me. So it probably will help if I just share with you some examples. So let me just start with a really silly one. So this one happened not too long ago, but I have two dogs and one of them is a Doberman. One of them is really boisterous. She's still a puppy. I had a beanbag, well, we had two beanbags. Now we only have one because on this particular day, Saber went for it with his beanbag and it popped and the kids were still at school. There was no lockdown. My husband was at work. And when I, if you have ever had a really big beanbag, you probably aren't aware of how many beans actually fit into one. They exploded everywhere. It looked like snow had fallen throughout the lounge room, living room. And I was like, had this feeling that wouldn't it be nice if someone came in right now and just offered to fix it all up for me? But no one was there. It was just me. So I got to work. It was one of those moments where I realized that nothing was going to get better until I made it better myself. But inside, I secretly wished that someone would come and save the day. And the reason I know that that's true is because I secretly was annoyed that my husband wasn't here to help, you know, help me pick up the pieces or that my kids weren't around. Like I just wanted to be saved. Another example is when I was once going to the shops, I didn't even have my bag with me, just my wallet and my keys. I ran in to grab maybe some bread and milk. But by the time I got back to the car, I'd actually lost my keys. I could not believe it. Now, if you sort of can imagine yourself in this situation, like I went to tell the center management, I've lost my keys, but I don't have a phone with me. Like I can't even contact someone to come and collect me. I don't know anyone else's number except my husband who's at work and everyone else is just literally sitting on my phone as a name and I don't know the digits. And so I had no choice that day, but to walk home from this shopping center, that was probably a five minute drive, but a 40 minute walk, walk home get my spare set of keys and then walk back. And that was another moment that I realized that I really wished that life was a little bit like a fairy tale, like all those moments when I was growing up and someone would come and save the day. I could just call someone, someone would collect, like the problem would go away. But those are two instances where life wasn't going to be like a fairy tale. And if I wanted things to happen, I had to make it happen step by step, however painful and uncomfortable it was. 
But something fantastic happened in both those situations once I had completed like cleaning those beans, the spilt beans, and also like walking home and walking back with my spare set of keys. The fantastic revelation that I had at the end of both those experiences was discovering how satisfying it is when you actually save yourself and you don't depend on anyone else to do it. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't ask anyone for help. Like I definitely believe in the community spirit, a village vibe where you know that you have trusted loved ones around you. That is important to me too. But there is a difference between knowing you have loved ones around you and you have that support versus being dependent on them versus waiting for someone to always save you. And I think that an important part of like growing as a human is realizing that you can actually always look inward for support and inward for help and learn to actually trust your own voice and trust your own guidance, as opposed to always thinking that someone else holds a magic key that's going to bring you back to life like some Prince Charming kiss. You, my friend, are in control of this story that you are writing. You hold the pen in your hand right now. And when you know that you don't need to wait for someone else to save you, that the person who actually holds the most power to change your life is the person that's looking back at you in the mirror. It's it's you. You hold that key. You have to bring yourself back to life. You have to take action. You have to take responsibility for all the thoughts that you're having and all of those little seeds that you're planting. Because remember, we sow what we reap. But I did want to acknowledge on this podcast episode that it is a totally normal feeling to have this idea and wish that life would be a fairy tale. We read so many fairy tales when we were growing up as kids probably and we had this expectation or desire like to be saved or for someone else to make life easier for us. But when you depend on others for your happiness and when you depend on others to make your dreams come true, even though that responsibility lies in your hands, then it can be really disempowering because you don't feel so independent and resilient when you're waiting for someone else to save the day. But the cool thing is the power does lie in your hands, like I said. And if you want your life to feel a little bit more like a fairy tale, you can rewrite those stories, like all those stories that had someone else coming to save the day. Why not write your own story where you're just this like cool person who stands on their own two feet and doesn't wait for permission from other people to live a really big and audacious life, doesn't need the acceptance of others like to do what they want to do. Like you get to write your own story and it's almost like rewriting a modern fairy tale. But in this situation, you don't need saving. You get to save yourself because that is like seriously the coolest way to live when you know that you're responsible for your actions and when you don't depend on others for your happiness of course the special people in your life are going to make you feel happy but you actually feel happy because that's what you're thinking like you've decided to think something that is generating those feelings of happiness for you but all in all when you are the hero of your own modern fairy tale that doesn't require you to be saved that you can take care of yourself in so many amazing nurturing ways then whenever a challenge pops up in life, like let's just say for me, with that beanbag explosion, which like gave me a heart attack for like five minutes or when I lost my keys and I knew that I was going to have to walk like an hour and a half to go home and come back, you can wallow for like a few minutes. Like I definitely did for a few minutes just wallow in that like, oh my gosh, like please like let someone come and save me now. But after that, you have a choice and it's actually a conscious choice you just choose to make. Like I know I made it on that day. On both of those days, I just decided for things to get better, I just actually have to stand up. I've got to get moving. I've got to start cleaning however long it takes. I need to start walking however long it takes. I just need to take those baby steps in the right direction. However painful it might be or annoying or just, you know, like a biggest frustration or it might feel really stressful. 
Those feelings, of course, are coming from your thoughts. But no matter what road you have to walk, however bumpy it is, you still need to take those steps. Even if there's no one, like you probably wish that someone would carry you all the way or come or someone will come and save you. But sometimes you just need to walk that bumpy road and you keep on walking step by step and then you get to the other side and you are so proud of yourself when you look back and see how far you've come. So I just wanted to remind you that life isn't always going to be like a fairy tale, but that is okay because you get to write your own story. You get to be the hero of that story. And you get to save the day, like you get to save yourself and take care of yourself and do whatever needs to be done for yourself every single time a challenge pops up. Now, it is great to have help, so if help's at hand, that is fantastic. But there is a difference, like I said, between depending on help versus just appreciating the help that comes your way. You're not dependent on it. And because you're not dependent on it, you don't get frustrated or pissed off or just like generally really angry when it doesn't come your way because you don't have that expectation that I need to be saved. Any help that comes is appreciated, you're grateful, and it's just an added bonus. And you, my friend, are always going to be the hero of your own story, okay? Make yourself a hero as opposed to a victim. Many of those characters that appeared in those fairy tales were much like a victim. They were just waiting there. It's like, oh my gosh, someone's done me wrong. Please come and save me. You don't need to be a victim. And how do you decide not to be a victim? Well, you just decide. You just decide, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm going to be the captain of my own ship. I'm going to steer this ship in the direction that I choose. So my friend, I hope that you've appreciated this very quirky and very impromptu podcast episode. As always, I love and appreciate you all so much. Thank you for being here with me. And I can't wait to catch you next time. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.